Good morning, guys. Hey, guys, it's Thursday, and I haven't been on in a while. I'm sorry for that. I'm trying to get better at it, and I'm struggling right now. <clears throat> um, I think last time I was on here, I had just had COVID, and since then, um, we have started back to school, and I have three teenage boys, um, one who just went into the sixth grade, one who went into freshman year, and one who went into sophomore year, and our sophomore will be driving in just a couple of weeks, and I'm not ready for that. Um, I wanted to hop on this morning while I was getting ready for work and just um, talk to you guys, tell you a little bit about what's going on, and um, so we are getting ready to start football, and I'm super pumped about Friday Night Lights. And I hope that we have a real fall this year so we can actually set out and enjoy it and not cook to a crisp while the games are happening. Um, Y'all, our youngest keeps me so busy. Like, he is in junior high football this year. He is in um, band. He decided to try band this year. He plays baseball, and we usually do um, spring, summer, and fall if there's a fall season. We played with my brother last year in Paul's Valley. Um, we have usually played for our hometown, but my brother is coaching about 30 minutes away from us. And he contacted me last year, and he's like, I want to get the chance to coach my nephew. Um, and I said no for a long time, not because I don't think he's a good coach or anything. I mean, my brother was probably one of the best athletes I ever knew, but just because, you know, his friends are here and, um, obviously at the time I was a single mom and it was easier for me to get him here rather than to another town, but I caved. I finally said yes. Um, and they have both loved it and enjoyed it, and, I mean, obviously there's nothing to regret there, but my brother decided to have a fall league, and so we're super pumped because we haven't got to play fall ball in a couple of years, and so not only are we doing football and band, we're doing fall baseball, and he's also talking about playing basketball for the first time this year. Um, oh, we also, we show, he shows goats, him and my sister are a team, and they show together, and, um, they do really good, actually, I'm super proud of both of them, um, my sister, she is a little rock star, and she has won county for the last several years in a row, and Baylor, he's kind of timid, um, kind of shy. Well, I say that. If you know him, he's not. But um, last year, he made a tremendous turnaround. And he um, won showmanship 
which is a great honor in my eyes. Um, he won it at local and county, and he won third place in state. So he's gunning for first this year, you guys. So y'all keep him in your prayers about winning first place in state. That would just like be a huge accomplishment for him. Um, so I have noticed that on the days that I miss church, like a couple Sundays ago, I had to miss because my kiddo came home from the beach with some friends and we had to go pick him up that Sunday. And, um, so we missed, we didn't get to make it to church. And y'all, my attitude sucked. My attitude sucked, my thoughts sucked, I was negative. Um, so I can personally say that when I am feeding myself with positive and Jesus and all that good stuff that I'm a much better person. Um, you know, God gives us so many trials in life and I'm learning more and more to just lean on him and trust him because I mean, let's face it. He has gotten me this far and <clears throat> I am super grateful and thankful for that. Um, but I know that. Sometimes it's hard to lean on God. Not that I don't trust Him. But I guess because I want it done right then and there my way. Obviously, if anyone is a Jesus lover and follower, we know that is not possible. It is not about what we want, when we want it. It's in His timing, His words. Um, sorry, my music is blurring in my living room. I've got Alexa playing Christian music. And so I, that's something I really wanted to focus on this year is learning to trust him more. And um, when I was a single mom, one of my favorite things to do when I was down was to turn my worship music on when I was alone or even with my son there. I wanted him to know that that's where I turn when I'm having a bad day or a hard day or, you know, just whatever. I want him to know that, gosh, turn to Jesus, you know. So I learned to uh, turn my worship music up loud and just... And just worship. Like, what better place to be when you're going through a crappy day or a crappy mindset than to be with Jesus worshiping? Um, so I'm always finding new worship songs that I love. And um, this one's not a new one, but it's so funny. Like, I will listen to a song, 
and then you know at a certain time in my life I'll hear that song again and I think wow how did I miss this the first go-round it is because honestly I probably wasn't really paying attention to the lyrics like I know a lot of the songs I sing along with a lot of the songs but I've just never really sat and listened to the lyrics I guess and what they mean so this morning I have my worship music playing because the boys you know they leave for school about 7 15 and um, Mondays let's see Mondays Thursdays and Fridays my father-in-law takes them um, he likes to do that so we let him and then Tuesdays and Wednesdays are my early days at work so I take them on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and so um, this morning I was listening to a song and it is um, oh you guys I have struggled with remembering stuff this week give me a minute Let me just look it up. It's by Sean Mendez. I do remember that part. I can't remember the name. I don't know what it's like to be you. And if you haven't heard this song, you guys need to go get it. Like, it's my new morning jam. Um, it's just so... Like, it's so good for, like, helping me give people grace. Um, let me read some of the lyrics to you. So... Actually, I'm just going to read quite a bit of the lyrics to you because they're so good, y'all. It says, don't cry or do whatever makes you feel comfortable. I'm tired too. There's nothing left to say. Let's call a truce because I don't really want to go to bed like this. And then it says, so like one of the chorus parts is, I don't know what it's like to be you. I don't know what it's like to be. I don't know what it's like, but I'm dying too. If I could put myself in your shoes, then I know what it's like to be you. Can I kiss you or not? Because I'm not really sure right now of what you want. Are you still mad at me? I'm hoping not because maybe we could go to the movies. I know that always cheers us up. Hey. And then, you know, some more than it says. Uh, tell me what's inside of your head. No matter what you say, I won't love you less. And I'd be lying if I said that I do. I don't know what it's like to be you. I get worried I might lose you a little. Every time we every time we argue and get caught up in the moment. I don't know what it's like to be you. I don't know what it's like, but I'm dying too. Then I could put myself in, in your shoes. Then I know what it's like to be you. So tell me what's inside of your head. No matter what you say, I won't love you less. And I'd be lying if I said that I do. And then there's a part. Where did I miss it? Let's 
something about um, knowing your heart. But you guys, I mean, we all make mistakes, you know? We all have bad days. We don't know what somebody's going through. So why can't we just choose to be a little kinder in this world, you know? There's so much negativity that our kids hear and see every day. Why can't we show them as parents, as sisters and brothers and mothers and aunts and that it's just, that it's okay to be kinder, you know? We had an incident in our family this week um, where a strange woman come in and um, you could tell she was in distress and she needed some help and um, I tried talking to her about God and faith and prayer and um, you know she said that she was raised that way with her grandparents but that she hadn't hadn't been to church in a long time because she didn't have stability in her life. And I just thought, um, you know, I mean, I, I did try, but I'm like, the next day I struggled with, did I try hard enough? Did I miss my moment for God? Um, did... Did God, you know, put this woman in my path and I missed my moment with her? Um, did I say enough? Did I do enough? You know, I just, I hope that I didn't. I hope that I said the right things. And I talked to my stepmom about this the next day because she was, you know, she was there and was a part of it too. And I said, obviously she was on something or had been taking something or you know something and I was scared that I missed my opportunity and my calling from God because there was so much going on at that point in time and um, I actually kind of knew of her she's younger than I am but she knew we kind of grew up in the same hometown um but so that night I couldn't sleep all I could think about was her and and that I hoped that she got the help that she needed and that um, you know, she he, she did mention to me that they had she had been in the program a couple times, and so you know I just encouraged her to try again and to keep trying until she got it. You know, because um, I can't imagine what it's like to have an addiction, and I'm so thankful that that's not something I've ever had to experience. Um, And even they deserve grace, you know? Um, I know, like, what I fight inside of my head sometimes. And so, 
I just, I don't know. I can't imagine. I don't know where I'm going with this. I just, y'all just, just pray that when God brings opportunities into your life like this, that you don't miss them, that you, you pray with these people and that they know that they're worthy too, that they deserve grace and forgiveness and you know maybe maybe it's just that maybe they just need to know that they deserve it too you know like maybe they came from a home that treated them worthless and that they didn't um they didn't get genuine love and um, you know, and you can't say that it's easy to not turn to that. Well, if that's what you knew growing up and nobody's taught you different, how do you know? You know, if you've never been a part of drugs or so... I don't know. I just try to remember to give those people grace, too, you know? Like, I want to see people succeed, don't you? Don't you want to see somebody succeed? Don't you want to see somebody, like, kick butt? Like, I, I want to see people kick cancer's butt, but I also want to see people kick drugs' butt, you know, and get off and be... Uh, Be clean and just know that they're so worthy of so much more in life than drugs, you know? Um, but I don't know, y'all. Just, just give grace to where it... I don't, I don't want... I'm not saying that I'm perfect by no means because Lord knows I'm not. And I I say stuff and I do stuff that's not nice. And But I'm trying to be more observant about it. I'm trying to be more like, hey, Alicia, you need to stop. That was not nice. And, I, and when I recognize those moments in myself, I'm trying to make sure that the person knows I'm sorry that, you know, I was human in that moment and I wasn't a good Christian in that moment and that um, they didn't deserve that and that they deserve grace and that they deserve, I don't know, just everything, y'all. I just... I'm so sick of all the ugly in the world. You know, and our kids are growing up in this crap. And I want them to learn to give grace to people. Um, so I helped teach a class on Wednesday nights. Um, and last night our our Bible study for them was 
should we do mean things to people that do mean to us just because they did mean to us? And um, the main teacher in the classroom asked the, the, the littles. Now, mind you, these are kindergartners. She asked the littles, what would Jesus do? And you guys, even they know, like, they, Jesus would love. He would love. He would choose love over ungratefulness and unkindness. And, God, I just loved it. I loved, I didn't grow up in church. So, sometimes these little Bible studies hit me just as hard as my adult Bible studies, y'all. Um... I was like, yes. And so, I literally just bought a shirt a couple weeks ago. And it says, what would Jesus do he would love first? And, like, that has become my new motto. I am trying hard to live by that he would love first. Because I don't want somebody to not love me because I've been human that day, you know? Like, we all deserve a little grace where grace is due. Um, and, you know, just like, ugh, get the negativity out of your life and just know your worth and, ow. Um, I have this one piece of hair, y'all, that's about to wear me out. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I'm just tired of all the ugly in this world. I'm tired of, you know, like my, my youngest is very, very soft hearted, which in his defense, he was raised by me and I am very soft hearted and I don't want him to have to deal with the crap like I've had to deal with. I mean, I know he's going to deal with crap. That's not what I mean. I mean, uh, I want him to know that it's okay to have a feeling about it and that it's okay um, to go to Jesus with it and um, pray about it, you know? I mean... There's just so much ugliness in this world, and I don't want him to be ugly. I want him to... I do want him to stand up for himself, you know, when people are ugly. But, you know, that old saying, kill him with kindness? That's probably one of my favorite sayings. Um, some days it's really hard to do, but for the most part... People just got to remember that everybody's human and that we all deserve a little grace. Um, so we have like, we try to do better about what's on our TV with our kids, but, um, Obviously, we're not always going to be able to protect them from stuff. So, um, our oldest kids 
are really into football and they wanted to start watching Friday Night Lights. And I know the language is terrible in there. But I approved for them to watch it because, I mean, honestly, because it's about real life. I mean, they're at that age that, that people are going to be talking about sex. I mean, people are going to be, you can't, you can't guard them from everything. And if you do, you know, they're not going to. They're not, not, they're not going to know real life. Um, I want them to be prepared for real life, not be freaked out when they get, you know, turned out there and be like, oh my gosh, I was hidden from all of this. Um, do I want to talk to my 11-year-old about sex? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But I don't want him to hear it from somebody else either, you know? I want him to know... Um, Things that I wished I would have known, you know? I mean, my home um, was not your typical good Christian home growing up. My parents were by no means bad. But they were, there were a lot of faults in my home growing up. Um, my life looked completely different than my child's um, and even my little sister's. I grew up with... Things that a lot of kids grow up with. Um, and so, I went, I wished, I mean, I knew about sex, but I didn't know about sex, you know? And I wished my parents would have been upfront honest with me so I would know that, hey, you can get pregnant really quick and easily. Because guess what I did? I got pregnant at 16. And then I had a miscarriage, and it was a traumatic miscarriage. It wasn't just a little miscarriage. Like, I lost a lot of blood. I was in the hospital from it. I had to have um, blood transfusions because my blood would not perk back up. And um, I actually found out later in life that the, I actually had to have two DNCs. Um, the first doctor messed my first one up, and then I learned later in life that he also messed my uterus up, and that, um, that would cause me to have more miscarriages in the future. I didn't know that at the time. Um, it was just not a fun experience, you know, and nothing that any 16-year-old should want to go through. So, I shared those experiences because... I want to know, I want them to know real life. Um, I want them to know that, um, you know, that babies cost money. Like, they're not, it's not cheap. Um, and so if they have any plans at all on living a little bit or, um, you know, traveling wanting to travel that they don't need to they need to keep it their willy in their pants you know um um my we get curiosity we get um all that we want them to practice safe sex obviously we've talked to them about that too some people don't agree but like I said 
I want my child to hear it from me, not some, you know, high school boy that's hopped up on steroids and sex or, you know, drugs or, because guess what, guys, whether we like it or not, it's out there. Um, so just remember that if you want them to know, you do it. Don't let somebody else do it. You tell them about life. You tell them what can really happen in life. Because I promise you, you'll regret letting somebody else tell them. Um, and if you're not comfortable doing it, find somebody who is. Um, but somebody that you trust that will tell them what it's really about, you know, and how it really is and what it's really like. Not just some random Joe. Uh, and, and I have. I've had these conversations with my six-year-old. My six Gosh, I wish he was still six. My 11-year-old and our 14-year-old and our 16, fixing to be 16-year-old. Um, and we also like drinking and drugs. Do I want them to drink? Absolutely not. Do I think they'll try it? Yes. They're human. They're kids. And most kids do. Will they all try it? Mm, probably not. Um, but do I want them to know that I want them to contact me if something happens? Absolutely. I don't want them to contact a friend who's been drinking or somebody's, somebody else's parent. I want them to contact me, their parent. Um, I want them to know that I don't want them to do it, but if they're going to do it, that I want them to contact me and I will come get them, not somebody else, not, um, some random Joe. Uh, sorry guys, I'm trying to figure out where my hair to work today. Not some random Joe that's going to tell them something different or, you know, make them feel uncomfortable. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong or, but I, I just, I just know that, I mean, I was a young, stupid teenager once. Like, I tried things. I can probably say I've never tried drugs. But I did drink. I partied. Um, but I want them to know that I'm their safe place. Not somebody else. Don't you want that? Don't you want your kid to know you're the safe place? Like, um, I, I want my kid to come to me, not somebody else's parent. So just remember that you can be their safe place. If they trust you, that you're not going to blow up on them. You know, I I don't want to blow up on my kid. I want to be a safe place. Am I going to be mad? Yeah, probably. I'll be upset. Um, but like I said, I want I want to be their safe place. I don't want it to be somebody else. I don't want someone else being a safe place for my children 
or teaching them about life in the world. That should come from you. Um, and I've also told them, um, you know, about drugs and, and the different types of drugs. And, um, you know, we share real life stories with people that we know and what, what can do to them. Um, so just, just remember you want it coming from you, not somebody else, not some random person that is going to teach your kid the wrong way or, or, you know, tell them that it's okay because, I mean, we didn't tell them that it was okay. And I know that's what it sounds like, but we just told them that, you know, we don't want them doing it, but we know that they're teenagers and that they're probably going to try it because we did. We're not stupid. Um, but, you know, to call us to be safe if something, if they do do it and something happens or, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. But just, what I'm trying to say is just, you be the safe place for your child, not somebody else. Um, you don't want it being, you don't want them to contact somebody else when, when they're in trouble. Like, I, I don't want my child contacting somebody else if something's wrong with them or if they're like in deep trouble. I don't want that. I want them to come, come to me. I want them to say, hey, mom, I screwed up, but man, I need your help, you know? Um, so just food for thought there. Don't. My hair today, y'all. I don't know if it's the humidity or what, but I'm over it. Um, so that's 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 what I'm trying to get at today. Just make sure your children know you are their safe place, that it's not somebody else. I promise you don't want your children to have a safe place somewhere else. You want it to be in your home with you, your husband, or just you, or just your husband, or both of you. Um, if you're a single parent, you know, just... Keep your kids safe. Like, they're going to be safer in your arms if they've made that mistake than they are as strangers. Do you want them to feel comfortable covering things up from you with somebody else? I don't want that. I want my kids to know that, hey, I know you've made a mistake and we'll take care of that problem, but that. I'm going to give you a little bit of grace because I've been a kid once and I know what it's like to make a mistake. So, that's my main thing is, you know, every episode that I've done so far, I just want to remind people to give grace where it's due and where people deserve it. We all deserve it. Because I can promise you, not one of you is perfect. Not one of you have never made a mistake. I know I have. Um, And I'm not ashamed to admit it. I've made multiple mistakes in my life and and probably will continue to make mistakes. Um, But just... Just give grace. Love people first. 
Um, pray for your enemies. Pray for the ones that you struggle with. I've learned to do that. And you know what? It helps. It helps quite a bit, actually. And I feel better when I pray for them than I do when I, you know, cuss them under my breath. Um, positivity, positiveness is powerful, you guys. It's just as power as negativity. <coughs> if you make it a priority in your life. So just do it. Be positive. Um, I was going to leave you guys with a verse today, but I, I haven't even looked at one. Um, I haven't done my devotionals yet this morning. I sat in the living room and drank coffee and hung out with my kiddos before they went to school. Normally I drink coffee after they leave for school and have my quiet time, but I did not this morning. Uh, oh, here we go. I picked up my devotional, and I'll just read this one to you guys because I love devotionals, you guys. I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind to reward each person according to their conduct, according to what their deeds deserve. Jeremiah seventeen ten. Um... Ask yourself if your works are unto the Lord or unto man. How can you serve the Lord through life today? Lord, help us in our humanness to serve you. Let your promises lead us to holiness and righteousness. Well, that's good. I mean, that's so good. And that's something I pray for today. Pray for every day is to be more Christ-like. Because... Like I said, there's enough ugliness in this world for my children that I don't want that. I don't want me to be part of that. So you guys have a good day. Um, I promise my next one will be better and I will get better and better the more I jump on. But have a blessed Thursday. It's almost the weekend. Yay. Yay, yay, yay. And starting tomorrow, we start Friday Night Lights here in our house. So have a blessed week.